Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. In this week's episode of the Be Seen, Beloved podcast, we meet Calvin Denson. Calvin is a famed and published author of 13 books, four of which are novels and five are children's books. Now, Calvin, Calvin's books can be found in many places around the Houston area in Texas, such as Amazon, he's in Barnes & Noble, he's in Walmart, he's in different malls and various other bookstores and online. Now, being a child of a mother who was a teacher and a stepfather who was a Marine, as well as a minister, kept him grounded in his faith and, and wanted to educate others with the written word. His ministry is to show the world that it's never too late to change your life. He uses his God-given voice to teach the lost and bring so many to Christ so they can as well become a light to everyone around them. And he's here to share his story and tell us all about how he does it. So let's welcome Calvin Benson to the Be Seen, Beloved podcast. Hi, Calvin. How you doing? And thank you for that introduction. I was like, wow, that's me. She knows all <laughs> kind of information about me, huh? <laughs> amen, amen. Awesome, awesome. Well, Calvin, I met Calvin at the Woodlands Mall. I was just hanging out one day to say, oh, let me just go stop them off for a little bit and get some exercise and saw this gentleman with a booth and he had all these books. And I said, well, let me just stop and see what he's up to. And we chatted for a little bit and I bought some books, a book from him. And I really liked this story and he's going to share a story uh, to you today. But he, he mentioned that he does a lot for his mother. He, he, the books sells are for his mother. And I want him to elaborate on that. And also Tell me where, you know, Kevin, where'd you come from? What caused you to be this man of God who writes these books? I mean, now you're on your 15th book, right? Who's yeah, able uh, to even do 14, that? 15 books. 14, I, write, 15. I write two right now. Wow. 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 Well, share your story a little bit because I only got a snippet of it when I met you, but I want to hear more. Well, I'm from Beaumont, Texas. Well, I was raised in Beaumont, Texas. I moved to Beaumont, Texas when I was like four years old, but I was born in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And, uh, you know, one thing I learned as I look back at my life, I realized that my mom understood that she couldn't control things go, uh, that goes on outside her home, mm. but she could control things that went on inside our home. So inside our home, we had to pray we had to uh, be in the bed at certain times. We had to do our homework as soon as we come in. We had to look at the chore list. We couldn't watch certain things on TV. Now, outside our home, you know, we have gang violence, drugs, and everything else going on because we're growing up in the, in the, uh, in the, in the hood, we're like what the world like to call the hood. Uh, but in doing that, what I see now as I got older, my mom was giving me a choice of what life I want to live mm. when I get older. Either I could try the way she taught me, go, go the way I was raised inside the home, or I could learn what I 
done outside my home. And in doing that, I ain't gonna lie, when I got older, I went, I chose the uh, other route. And uh, and in doing that, I went, it took me places where I need not be at. And uh, till I came apart, I, I came to a, a standstill in my life saying, all right, this ain't working. Let me try my way. I'm like, I'm really going to try the way I was raised. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're an inspiring speaker who wants to get paid to share your message with the world, then you want to be sure to attend the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy hosted on March the 11th through the 13th in San Antonio, Texas. For more information, contact me at Love at bcbelove.com. Now, back to this amazing interview. For us, church, whatever, the, the whole nine yards. And in doing that, I end up becoming a man I am today. Mm, I like that. So I try to tell people, do not bring the world too much in your home because your child is not getting a choice of what the world is. It's automatic, the world, because they're in the world in your in the home. Right. And I, and I like that you had a, it sounds like you had a very strong foundation and uh, for me, I'm um, growing up, well, not growing up, but I'm from originally Detroit, Michigan. Um, <laughs> I could be the hood of the United States of America, but I saw so many different things, so many th- different things. I was witnessing so many things, but I still had that foundation and the foundation was the church. And even though I, at young age, I chose, you know, different paths in my life. Yes, it's good to always have that foundation to go and, back to. And, and you are correct because when you have a solid foundation, mm-hmm. see, my mom was, my parent, not just my mom, but my stepfather as well, Henry mm-hmm. Boswell, was laying a solid foundation in my life. Mm-hmm. Yes, I went build on it, uh, doing things I had no business doing. When it all fell down, and what it comes back down to, the foundation in which was laid. So let me try building what's supposed to be built on the foundation, and in building on that solid foundation, here I am today. So you got to put aside everything starts with the foundation. The chair you sitting in, the legs got to be sturdy enough to hold you up. Any building you see has a foundation. Somebody comes in, lays a slab, and makes sure it's secure enough to hold the building. So I thank God the foundation was secured that my parents laid within my life uh, throughout my younger days growing up. Now, it sounds like you and I were very fortunate to have a strict household. You know, our parents laid down some rules, guidelines, and taught us the values of what and what to do that's right in your life. Now, a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't have it. So what would you say to someone who didn't have that foundation, parents didn't bring in the church. They didn't know much about church. And all they saw was the violence that went on in that in that area. And they don't like the life that they're living right now. And they do want to change, but they just don't know what direction to go to. I would say one thing about me that I've learned mm-hmm. that I, I was automatically, well, I well, for me to receive it, you have to have a parent to tell you, good job. So knowing that, I can tell you how to get there without having that parent to say good job. See, growing up, my mom high-fiving me, telling me good job. Man, everything I do is good job, you know? So, and in doing that, I learned how to pat myself on the back. So what I try to teach people today is learn how to pat yourself on the back. That's one thing my 
my mom used to say about me, my son Eric, she calls me Eric, my middle name. He's one of the only one of my child's that know how to pat himself on the back. He needs no one to tell him he's doing a good job and that's gonna take him a long way. So try and like, and understand that you need to learn how to pat yourself on the back. And it, 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 if there's nobody else is telling you good job, do it yourself, good job. Pat yourself on the back, channel the sun, channel the wind, the grass, let those things around you inspire you to keep doing that. Let that be your good job that you woke up this morning. Oh, that is so important. Pat yourself on the back. And I think I naturally do that, but I do notice there's a lot of people who are not able to pat themselves on the back. And I try to remind them that you have to love yourself first. Try to love yourself and spend time with yourself and getting to know yourself. And next is to stay in to stay or take moments in gratitude. Like you said, the grass, the wind, you have an opportunity each day to go outside and experience these things when so many people don't be in gratitude and grateful for what you have. And those things will come and God will lead you in the direction that you want to go eventually, you know, eventually want to go. And for you, for you, that's a fame published author. So you got to learn how to look in the mirror at yourself, mm. a physical mirror. Looking in the mirror helped me become who I am today. When I was on drugs, mm. real bad, I didn't run from the man in the mirror. I used to look in the mirror at myself and say, this not me. I don't mm. like the way my cheeks are looking, my eyes are looking. So you got to learn how to look in the mirror. Don't run from the man in the mirror because you're going to continue to stay in your fire uh, downfall, but if you continue to look in the mirror, you're not, and, and you, you're like, look, I don't like the man I see. I have to change. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So learn how to look in the mirror at your physical being as well. Oh, and that can go for anything. I know for me, you know, health wise, when I look in the mirror and I've eaten something that's not good for me, I look in the mirror the next day, I'm like, oh, you know, my face is puffy, my eyes are puffy and red, and I don't feel too good. I know that that's not for me, and I don't want to be that person I'm seeing right now. So I need to make a positive change because I, I want to see someone when I look in the mirror, someone who's healthy and vibrant and energetic. And I want my eyes to be, amen, to be able to yeah, have the vibrancy and the energy to do what I'm destined to do. And I can only do that when I eat well, you know? And so that, like I said, that can go in so many different areas of your life. I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mint Wave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK, and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at bcmbelove.com forward slash contact. But now I want to hear more about this, these books. <laughs> I love books. Yes, you have great books. Almost 15. This is insanely, this is insane. And you're still going strong. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm the author of, of, uh, of, <laughs> of uh, nine published books. These are four of my kids' books. Why I, think I, had a, I think I have the Why Me book. Read the School Bus Driver, Bad Luck Felix, and My Dad Says Yes. I have other books, but I forgot to bring them in my office today in the closet. But my other books are, uh, I have a trilogy going on. 
which really, I don't tell people this because, but it's really a four book series. But oh, I, okay. it's amazing how every book I've written thus far, now the books I'm writing now are new stories, but every single book I've written to this day that's published was already written in my head the about the eighth or ninth chapter in my first book. Oh, wow. I was already saying, I need to write this book here, this book here. And I'm like, whoa, and I, it's just amazing that I put all the books that I came up with from the beginning. It took years, but I put them on paper. But my the original story is Autumn. It's about a girl from Beaumont, Texas, who go through some hardships in life with her boyfriend, Tree, as she strives to get her life back in order. Very good book. And uh, it's my love. It's the only book my mom was allowed to see me write. I write every book off that book and I will never get writer's block because of that book. Because mm. when I write, I hear my mom ask me what happened next. So mm. when I'm typing, all I'm like, this what happened next, mama, this what happened next. I'm going to keep writing because what happened, because that's what she used to say, go get the books done. Let me see where you at now. And we all read it to her and we'll go over it. So she helped me write the first book. So uh, that's my love. And then Tree is her boyfriend. That's my second book. That's my best-selling book as of now. Uh, it's a, it's a, I love that book for the simple fact it's about a Black man changing his life. It's called Tree and Life Seasons Do Change. And it puts a big smile on my face that my number one selling book is about a Black man changing his life. And my number one selling kids book is about a Black father being in his kid's life. So you can't write a good book about being a Black father if you're not a good father. So I thank God that those are my two top selling books, but uh, Tree is, is a book that a lot of people can relate to because it's about you can't change for no one else but yourself. And in that book, he wants to change for his mom, his girl, his dad, and until he start to uh, pray for others, uh, God start to bless him in ways. He's like, you know, and then Autumn's Love, the third book I written was Grace. Grace is a very... Real written. I think that book will become a movie. I think all my books will become a movie one day, but Grace is going to become a motion picture one day because it's about a pastor named David Grace who dies and go to hell and in hell he preached the gospel. It's uh, what inspired me to write that book was the movie, The Book of Eli, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz, and Game of Thrones. So I told myself if I wanted to write a book that's going to be epic, it got to be a classic, something that's mm -hmm. going to end up a classic. So that's where The Wizard of Oz come in and Alice in Wonderland. And I know that Game of Thrones was hot then. Love, people love fighting scenes and war. And then uh, as far as with the Book of Eli, the story, whoever wrote the story was a, a very well writer. And I love the way uh, the picture they painted. So I'm like, I got to paint me a picture. Not like that picture, but I want my picture to be my own little version of what hell may look like. Because to me, hell is not burning in lake and fire. To me, it's hell. You are in hell when God's hands is not on you no more. You in hell. When God is not in this place, you in hell. It ain't no you'll burning. Feel it. And you'll feel it, right? You'll feel That's it. You'll experience it and everything that you do. Every, every piece of your environment, you're going to feel it. <laughs> when when you're not connected to God anymore and you're just going down that hole, right? Well, I love that your mother inspired you to write these books. It sounds like you were a very creative, creative person. And are you a movie buff? Huh? Are you a movie buff? 
You love movies? Which movies. I love movies. I thought I like yes. old movies. I think the reason why I can write so well because I I like oh I like the classics. I like watching classics, old film because it's not all the digital. It's it's good acting, mm. and you have to write the writing is what makes the the uh, film stand out, not the picture or the uh, graphics and stuff. It's the writing and the actors performing the writing. Right, right. Yeah, a lot of things have changed nowadays. Same with music. People say that uh, um, musicians nowadays don't compare that much to musicians back in the day when your voice was your voice. There wasn't all these different um, yeah. machines and, and computers that would enhance the sound of your voice. You had to sing. You had, to sing. <laughs> you, had to, you had to know how to sing and practice and be the best in order to um, shine. And it sounds like that's actually what you're doing now at your books. So I commend you for these books and not only for the books that you've written, but the message behind them, the message behind them. They're books that people can gather in their household and learn from them and use them as a guide to be an overall better person. A better father, like you said, a better man um, who's living in today's environment and who wants to make a positive change. And I see so many people who want to make a positive change, but they don't have that direction. And a lot of people don't read and people need to go back to reading books. 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 People, they need to understand that reading is, is, is in the touch too. You, you holding a book physical and guiding your finger on pages is mm. reading too. And, and and you get you soak up more. Like people say, I listen to audio books. Well, what are you was doing when you was listening to the audio book? I was driving. Well, you weren't listening to the book for me. You see what I'm saying? So it's it, but I understand where audio books come from because some people do need audio books, but just reading is is in the fingers is too. It's all touch is reading too. Right. And I and I do both. I, I read books and and I also listen to audiobooks in the morning. But yeah, if I have time, I definitely will read a book. And so I encourage listeners to buy more books. Education is the way. Education, knowledge allows you to grow and experience and learn new things. It's going to enhance your life. And that's pretty much what it's all about. Because if we're not growing, then we're falling. And in order to grow, you must obtain as much knowledge as you possibly can. And and Calvin's books are some that are actually amazing. They're not big, large books. They're not huge novels, but they're good reads, good reads, and they have good messages to them. That's what I like about your books. And that's what I, and that's what I try to teach, but I do speak on writing too, is, uh, you know, I know, I noticed, another reason probably kind of made me write too was I noticed that some people takes one to two pages to get a one point across in writing. When I write, I, I can sum up your one and two pages in one to two paragraphs. So really my book is pretty thick to me in my eyes, but the simple fact, I capture what you just tried to capture two pages in one paragraph. Ah. So I try to show that too, like, because you gotta understand the attention span of a person. That's part of writing, learning, learning their attention span. Mm. that's why my books I make sure my books I read them I time them and everything because how long is these kids going to be sitting there as I read this book to them that's right people do All have very short point. spans nowadays yes and you so, got to pay attention to people's attention spans everything plays a part in writing as far as when it meets uh, with my gift I have a gift from God in writing 
Yes, yes. Well, that's what I want to ask you next is to give our listeners three tips on how they can be better, whether it's business and business or in writing or whatever you think is important for them to excel in some area of their life because you've done it. Uh, we spoke about one, patting yourself on the back. Oh, I love that one. I was learning to uh, uh, pat your own self on the back. Tell yourself you're having a good job. And we also talked about looking in the mirror, but for, not just looking in the mirror physically, but uh, understanding constructive criticism mm. for that for us when it comes to looking in the mirror. Uh, don't be ashamed of people to tell you about your books. I, I was fortunate enough to this day, no one has ever told me not one bad thing about any of my books except for my first book, then my chapters wasn't long enough. So mm. I read back, went back and redid the chapters and uh, made it a little longer because they are my readers. If the readers don't do want you to do something to fix your crap, you need to go try to do it to fix your crap because that's who's buying your product. So, and if anyone asks me, someone asks me, uh, we, Calvin, you need to write a book about uh, special needs kids. So now I'm, I'm talking to God like, Lord, I need a special needs book. Send me, the, send me the right way because that's what my readers are asking for. So don't be ashamed when people uh, are, are telling you uh, about your product in an, uh, if they're not saying it in a mean way, but just trying to help you out. I don't I take it. it like that. I just look at everything as helps and challenges. I love challenges. And oh, three, always be ready to accept the challenge. Don't back down from challenges. Don't get scared. If you see that wall climbing, don't run and go try to walk around it. Take the long rock to walk, you know, climb that wall. Let them know that I'm, I can do it. Then let yourself know that you could do it. And another one is always be a finisher. When you start something, finish it. That's what's wrong with a lot of people today mm. uh, about they don't finish what they do. People don't like, I want to write a book. You start your book, you finish your book. You go sell your book. The book don't sell. Nobody bought the book. But guess what? You finished it. Mm. Finished it. You finished it. Man, book writing ain't for me. But I understood the publishing business a little bit. And I, I, I could fix that. And not hear you is going into publishing or uh, not. And you know you can you can start it and finish it because you was able to obtain, you know that you're a finisher. And then now you become a successful publisher or a successful something, anything that you try to put your mind to because you know you can do it because you're finishing. Stop running from, from things that you start. If you start it, you finish it, even if it don't do what you set out for it to do. Mm, I love that. I love that. Well, let's go back to number three. You said, always be ready to accept the challenge. And I remember a quote from Richard Branson that said, always say yes, and then learn the process. Even if you don't know how to do it, say yes, and then learn the process if you think it's going to elevate your life. Okay, don't get, don't, people good. get scared and they say, oh, well, I don't know how to do that. And they turn it down. No, say yes. And, and keep, accept that challenge. Learn it and do it. When I read that quote, there's so many things that I have done, especially in this past year that has amazed me. Things I've only, you know, just only never even dreamed about that I've done because I said yes. And so I, I tell you listeners to say yes and then learn how to do it later on. You know, find someone who can help you um, along the way to establish whatever you need in order to be effective at that one thing. But do it. Do it. Accept the challenge. And you do that by like, like, say, right now you're talking to me about Mount Everest. 
and I don't know nothing about my Everest, but this is something you really enjoy talking about, and and uh, and it's intriguing. Mm -hmm. The next time you talk to me, I'm gonna know about my Everest, so I can help give you a conversation and feedback when you're talking to me about my Everest. I'm gonna go take that and go learn what. All right, my Everest. I ain't know that about my Everest. Now I'm gonna go learn what I need to learn. So now when we speak, I can let you know. Oh, you're gonna be like, oh, I see you've been reading up on your stuff. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's and that's how that's how learning and adding to your resume, your repertoire is be willing to learn from anything. Right. Don't just say I don't know about that and then just stop. If you don't know about that, go find if there's, there's a million ways nowadays you can find information about a subject. Okay. So educate yourself. Okay. Educate yourself, research, do the research, find out as much as you can so that you can elevate your conversation or shoot. You may think Mount Everest that could really help my business grow because it's going to give me more publicity. If I try to climb Mount Everest. So let me learn more about this and maybe attempt to do that and then see what opportunities come from, from you taking that jump because you took, you made effort to learn more about it. And so the bonus thing you gave us the bonus is to start when you finished that's that one is powerful start when you finished finish it finish it a lot of people's dreams are gone and have dissipated because they didn't finish they had a dream they hit a barrier or a block they say oh well maybe this is not for me no it is for you if you started it it is for you so continue to keep moving forward ask find and that block you're you. talking about they hit was the challenge? <laughs> they, yeah, there's a challenge, right? That's a challenge, right? challenge. <laughs> and, they, and they didn't accept the challenge, right? Accept the challenge. Life is all about navigating around barriers, and the more you can do that, the more successful you'll be. That's what I found in life. Before, you know, things would stop me. Everything would stop me. But now it's just thinking, oh, well, how can I figure out how to get around this? Okay, well, that's not working out. Well, let me see what can work out. Or let me call somebody to see if they know what I should do or to help. Oh, that person doesn't know. Well, let me call someone else. That's what my day looks like because I'm never navigating through barriers. And that's the only way that you're going to be able to have a successful life. Like Calvin, other authors have is because you're able to navigate past these challenges in life and we all have challenges right Calvin yes ma'am and, and another thing I, I, I study the Bible I believe in the Bible and I tell people even if you don't believe in the Bible if you read the Bible it helps you in so many ways and with the scriptures like one of my uh, scriptures I love to tell people about is uh, Psalms 23 Lord is my shepherd I shall not want you know People don't realize the scripture of the, the, that that scripture talks about being in a valley of the shadow of death, and it says within that scripture, when you're in a valley of the shadow of death, the Lord is your shepherd, and goodness and mercy is behind you. So if all that's going on in the valley of the shadow of death, hey, hey, I'm, hey, if I'm in a valley, I am still good. All, all right, that's going right. on, and people don't realize that in the Bible. Everyone we extol in the Bible, the Moses, the Matthews, the, the, the Jesuses, the whoever, they all had to go through fire first. Mm. Before. And now look how much we have stolen today. Their names go to the end of time. Right. None of them had an easy path. 
No, they did not. I think people well, expect we that now. We stole the day for the yes. for the trials and tribulations they went through, and that's what I try to tell people, show people, like if you're looking for the easy path, this ain't it. <laughs> because to be extolled, you're gonna have to go through something. Right. Right. They have strength and resilience to finish what you started. You have to have gone through something, come out of it. And now you're seen as a success or you gain that strength that you need to go to the next step. And so I am so glad that you were here, Calvin. You have dropped some inf great information. I want to know what is lighting you up these days? What is Calvin up to? We talked a little bit before we started, but share our listeners. Uh, yeah, what's lighting well, you up? Uh, as of right now, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to try to do things different with this and books this year. I'll still be around, but I'm not going to be doing for a, a lot of pictures like I used. To. I'm going to be just doing things different, but my next move is the Galleria Mall. That's what I want to do. I'm talking in, in cahoots with talking with the management right now to, to see what's up with getting in there. I'll be by Bath and Body Works or by the Apple Store if everything goes, goes good. But uh, if not, I'm just writing right now. I'm writing a novel right now called The Perfect Eight. It's about an arrogant bullwater from Hildebrand, Texas, and I'm teaching in a book. It's not always about winning. It's for 10 to 13-year-olds. I have no books for tweens. That's another thing. My writer readers are saying, what a book that for tweens? So I got to go write a book for tweens. <laughs> you don't want to be, don't, that, that ain't bad that I ain't have a book for tweens. I don't want none of these books. I need a book for my teenagers. All right, that's what you want. I'm going to go write one. So that's what I'm writing. My it's, it's a very good book. I'm on chapter 13. It's going to be 18 chapters all together, and uh, that book will be finished with in March. So until that book finish, my life will really revolve around the novel right now. Because I write all my novels. When I write my novels, I don't work or none of that stuff. I just like sign books and do speakers engagements like this because I can, I don't want to when I when I'm writing. This is for my fans. I don't right. want to write something real quick mm. for a book when I could have took my time with it and it could have lasted a lifetime. Oh, I so like that. Yeah. That's what I'm, uh, that's how I write. I don't write for a dollar. I write for stuff that's going to be here for a lifetime. I'm good. I'm blessed. As long as I wake up, but I don't know for sure if my kid's good and my kid's kid's good. So I got to write. You see what I'm saying? So this is why I write for their future. But uh, other than that, when that book is finished, I'll make some more decisions. But hopefully I get this kiosk going. If, if I do, if I don't, God is good. But also I uh, want to let you know, the radio know that y'all need to pray for me right now because I have two major publishing companies who are trying to get in touch with me behind my, uh, I didn't tell you about my novel, Autumn's Love. Autumn's Love is the third book to the trilogy. You have Autumn Tree and then Autumn's Love. Autumn's Love is a spicy book and it's an adult novel. It's a spicy story about a girl getting married while also being pregnant with twins. It's a gumbo book, very funny story. And I have two major publishing companies asking me about the book. So I'm waiting on a response from that. And if the response from that come, then everything I'm telling you about ain't going to even be. <laughs> because well, like you are doing some big, big, huge things. That I got a bunch great. of big stuff going on right now. And I'm just awesome. waiting. 
Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear it all. I can't wait to hear all of it. Sounds like it's- and I'll be in the Galleria Mall pretty soon if everything stays the same. If you all don't know what the Galleria Mall is, Galleria Mall is a huge, gigantic mall in Houston, Texas, center of Houston, Texas. I swear this mall has a lot of luxury stores. It has hotels. It has huge restaurants. I think it has a condominium in it. It's, it's gigantic and it's very amazing. So if he can get his- Store in the gallery mall. Oh my goodness. I will be there for sure because Amen. that thank is you, the spot you. in Houston, Texas, for sure. And if you if you come to Houston, Texas, make sure you visit the gallery mall. You will not be disappointed. And so I I truly thank you, um, Calvin, for being on the show. Would you let our listeners know where can they find you? Where can they find you in all these amazing books that you've written? You can find me uh, at this. If you go on my fan page, Dancing Books on Instagram or on uh, Facebook, you'll see what my locations where I'll be at the weekend when I do post. Okay. Or, or you could uh, check out my website, dancingbooks.com, D N S O N B O O K S.com. And you can always uh, go on there to check out my books or learn more about me. And if you check the website, I'll be putting, I always put like two books out a year. My next book is Mommy Got Eyes in Back of Her Head. It comes out on Mother's Day. And uh, Best Friends will be coming out at the end of the year. And it's about a, a black and, the, and the, uh, a white girl who are best friends. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, can't wait to read them and love mommy with the eyes in the back of her head because they usually do have those. But again, thank you so much, Catherine, for being on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much for having me. That's a blessing that I, I I just thank God for the opportunities that my gifts and talent and writing has brought, brought me uh, my 42 years of life. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listeners, I hope that you will be inspired to write some books. Even one book is great. Write your books. Write your books. <laughs> write I came home from work one day and wanted to write a book and here I am. And he hasn't stopped since. So I look forward to you all writing books and becoming published authors this year. You still have time. It's still January. So your dreams absolutely can come alive. If you have any questions, I'm sure Calvin's always available to answer any questions that you have. He's an absolutely amazing and just genuine, genuinely great gentleman. And so if you have any questions, I'm sure he's open to answer them and help you out a little bit in that area. Thanks, Calvin. Thank you.